Welcome to the Buried Gems Podcast, where we dig through internet literature to try and find the next big thing. that cyborgs will say i feel synced after they like unplug from itunes and if we become cyborgs will itunes become the main way we interact well they'll they'll be experiencing an emotion that we have no way of contextualizing like we don't know what to feel synced means that's a good point i wonder what would the close would that closest thing be like well we will have created what synced means to them (laughs) but we don't have the subjective experience of being synced would it i don't know yeah what would that like, cause I mean, it would be kind of like them putting all of their memories in place. So, what's like a, a feeling you get when you like finally get something? I feel like it'd be similar to the, it's like the epi- dreams epiphany. I have sometimes, where I'd like check my phone in my dream, and I like <laughs> know what's happening on Facebook in my dream, and then I wake up and none of that stuff actually happened on Facebook. I feel like it'd be pretty similar to that, like dream Facebook. It would dream, I, dream Facebook. I can oh. only imagine being in sync is when you listen to a full album of NSYNC. I mean. That would that. be a great feeling. That sounds like that sounds like a great way to grant yourself unknown subjective experiences, though. Right. <laughs> Just listening to NSYNC? Yeah. Look, I think the I mean, reason why we've never <laughs> we've never felt the reason <laughs> we've never felt NSYNC because we've never listened to a full album of NSYNC. Maybe that is what they do. Uh, I've been having to read a book about teamwork and stuff by big company executives that are like, "Oh, I'm a big executive, so you need to." Listen to me, because I know how teams work and shit. Is it one of those, like, I get up at four every, do- every day and read my favorite, you know, leadership yeah, book? Yeah, that kind of, like, then pop. Make your bed. Yeah. <laughs> make your fucking bed. One Slaying the chaos done. dragon of Western civilization nonsense. Yeah. All this postmodern Marxism's killing us. Yeah. But, um, but you know, they, um, what was I talking about? Something about oh and yeah teamwork. so I'm having to read this teamwork book and I think maybe the book can be shortened down to just a page and it just says listen to in sync with your team and then they'll they'll get each other they'll stop well yelling. then you'll find out which of them like in sync and which of them don't and, and you know which ones to fire, fire. The ones who don't mm-hmm. <laughs> you know Easy. You, there's two types of people people who like in sync and people who will never work for me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not only that people who will never work in this town again <laughs> no one will hire them I mean yeah. It's kind of unfair, but... I don't. Uh, can you please explain to me your reason for termination? Uh, sir, I was not in sync. Get out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> I heard <Yeah>. about you. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you know what is in sync, though? Our audio streams, as we're about to do an episode of the podcast Buried Gems, where we look through the internet for different stories that could make it big and beat out Harry Potter. I mean... That's that's kind of the deal. We're trying to beat Harry Potter here. That's ostensibly what we're doing. And it's, so it's, when I tried to, exp- I didn't mean to. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Uh, that was I just said when I tried to explain this podcast to my friends, I used that tagline, the trying to find the next Harry Potter, and uniformly to a person, they all said, "But Harry Potter wasn't found on the internet." <laughs> <laughs> you need not. Uh... You need better friends. <laughs> that's a little. I mean, I, they're not wrong. They're not. <laughs> they're technically correct. Harry Potter. We were actually saying that might be why Harry Potter did not make it even bigger. Was because she did the whole. She did the whole like submit a manuscript to a publisher, and wait for them to accept it, sort of thing. 
which as I understand it is how books normally get published. That is how most books normally get well actually I think most books now get published through Amazon which means that you tell the them yeah. a better touchstone would be 50 shades of gray cuz that did come from the internet. Yeah, but is, was it as big as Harry Potter? It was pretty damn big. It was three movies. They did make two half porn movies where they were supposed to be porn and they weren't this, and then people got really here's mad. the problem with that if we do our scale off of 50 shades of gray then everything's gonna be a 10 out of 5 50 shades of gray because that <laughs> book is awful i mean but listen it was raw and it was unfiltered and that's what we're gonna get here from the internet so <laughs> that is you know we have no publisher middleman I think that what makes it much better than Harry Potter. We don't have that. a better way to lead into the podcast with that sort of motivational <laughs> energy. I mean, we are going to get raw stuff. And that, I think, is what, like, the true arts is that we want, right? We, want, we don't want some polished Hollywood, New York City alleyway fiction. I want some good old middle, Midwestern, uh, you know, Iowan corn based fiction from a farm on a dial-up internet connection that they've been working all year on and it just blows your socks off. Right, it's the rags to riches story, which where Harry Potter fits in because she was literally typing on a typewriter, you know, very poor, you know, that rag to riches story. Well, either very poor or very hipster. does that really work, though? Because, like, typewriters are, like, bougie now. They are are now. But not in the 90s. They're basically the the vinyl, you know, the vinyl of of writing equipment. You You could be George R.R. Martin and type everything on DOS. And wait and pray for a. Why does he? He do types that? everything on his DOS computer from the nineties, and if like what? anything happens, just all of Game of Thrones is gone. So if someone like walks by with a magnet, yeah, it's gone. <laughs> it's all gone. That would be, that'd be an interesting prank to play on the world. Kickstart that. <laughs> I'll give you ten thousand dollars if you walk by George R. R. Martin's house with a very big magnet. <laughs> just start throwing magnets at his door. I'm sick of hearing of hearing that I need to catch up on that show. Get make it stop. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's driving distance from where we are right now. Because I think he's where does just, he live? I think he's in New Mexico. So oh. I mean, we could do this realistically. I mean, you could you would cheer us on through the internet. That'd be a good, very special episode of our podcast. You know, destroying George R. R. Martin's shit. <laughs> Time to commit some terrorism. Yeah. So with us today, we got uh, Connor. He's in meat space with me. Uh, do you prefer meat space or something like beat space? Wheat space? Beat space? Like uh, like like I like it, wheat space. Wheat space. I mean that goes. Yeah. It's the foundation of all of our diets. It's the bottom yeah, of the food I was pyramid. Say it's the most important. You know. It is the most the important. Breakfast. But what about people who don't eat wheat? Oh. Bummer. Then <laughs> they're in the meat space. <laughs> they're just eating meat all day. <laughs> Or, uh, unfortunately, probably the beat space. <laughs> um, and then we also got Thomas, who uh, I have one significant question. Do you think what we're doing right now is rocket science? Um, yeah, but it's no plasma physics. Oh, okay, okay. So good. So we're not, so we're, we're not, we're not, we're not messing around with easy stuff, but you know, we're not too far. No, but you're not on my level yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Good. I just wanted to make sure. You're getting there, though. Okay. So um, we are taking a, a story, or it's actually a series of stories that combine together to make a nice nice series. Uh, it's by the author Gay Tales on Archive of Our Own, which is a great original fiction site. The If we go to the Gay Tales bio, it's... It's their stories are about Warhammer Fantasy RPG, oh. uh, which I guess is a tabletop game they play with each other. Uh, there are two main characters in 
the uh, in the story we're gonna read. Uh, I'm gonna bring this up now. Uh, it's in their bio actually, because all their stories about these people. You got Fred Yegar and Bubor Utilisun. So if you hear those names get thrown around, I don't uh, even know how to say those names. Well, you're not gonna be saying them too much. Uh, they, they, it's very personal. Uh, it's a very personal um, story. And so if you want, uh, oh yeah, so Gaytail's joined in 2018. Uh, so actually pretty recently. So he's this a is break, a fair, He's a breakout author. He's a breakout author. Mm-hmm. Hasn't had time to be ground down by the hard points of the world. Yeah. It didn't come out quite as I expected. Got some, got some, <laughs> got some fresh meat. Everyone makes talent. mistakes. And so uh, if you're interested in finding out more Gaytail's uh, stories, if you like this story, he's got three series on uh, Archive of Our Own. He also apparently has a Tumblr. It's a... Uh, d-rpg-adventure.tumblr.com I, I mean i don't think they're uh are they a thing anymore i haven't heard of them ever since they got rid of porn i think they kind of died yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> they're still around is it d-rpg-adventure even though uh, yeah okay. and so gay tales he wrote uh, okay. a lot of this and it, well I, i'm gonna have to say that i did have to edit this for quite a while to make it a little more legible but if you're reading it it's not too bad it's more just to help make sure it understands like when he needs to cut in and all of that. And so what we're going to bring to you is uh, the the, the Friends saga by Gay Tales. And so what we want is just for uh, Thomas, you, and uh, of course Connor to just give your thoughts on this uh, series as we, um, as we progress through it. Uh, if we, before we start, if I may, uh, I've checked out this person's Tumblr and uh, it's a it's a, it's gone it's gone see there's a tagline rpg warhammer fantasy adventures so it's the right person they've got a little nice animated gif background and then it says tragically no posts found interesting so that puts this story into context okay so i mean it is a newer story and so let's let's get on the series uh so i bring to you two uh friends a series by gay tales uh part one before everything Late afternoon, somewhere far away in an obscure town, there was a small, smelly tavern. Not the best place to be at this hour, but Wanderer had nowhere else to go now. The tavern was messy and dark from soot heart, inside a few tables and chairs with broken legs, few of them occupied by the local elite. Stranger comes inside and sits somewhere in a corner table, trying to not look suspicious, which failed. Rambling could be heard and someone moving behind him. This is definitely not the best location to hide, he thought. Then suddenly, a brown-haired man with a beard dressed in white shirt approaches his table with a big smile on his face. Arnold, there you are! Newcomer turns around to man to tell him to fuck off, but the man looked shocked, redhead, and strong hug and whispers to his ear, Play along, buddy. The hug ends, but the man keeps a strong grip on stranger arms, like to be sure he won't run away. A long time no see. How's Amanda? You two still together? Uh, yeah. Yes, we are. Lovely. I always knew you two would end up like that. The man smiles brightly, but his blue eyes wandered behind the other man just for a second. Hard to notice, which Redhead notices because he was looking at the new man with suspicion and confusion the entire time. I'm gonna sit with you now and talk for a while, cause this rip boys behind you will punch you to death otherwise. Don't turn around. His voice was low and serious. As long as you're with me, they won't touch you. Barkeeper likes me. They don't want to mess with him, so they won't mess with us. He sits in opposite chair. Why? Why? 
because you have red hair. Looks like someone lost it. No offense, weaker than them. No, I mean, why... Why are you helping me? Man was silent for a while. Why indeed? I don't know you yet, so start talking. I could change my mind if it turns out you're some kind of a running madman or mage, right? He laughs a little and leaned back in a chair, but stopped suddenly when the other guy just watched him horrified. That's not your fucking business who I am. Shit, you are a mage. He hissed. You have a problem with that? Keep quiet, it's alright. No, I don't have a problem with that. You can consider me a mage as well, if hypnosis counts. He looks quickly around to... Uh, what was that, Thomas? I said, that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, so what do you guys... So, do you guys... I'm struck by the, the vast difference in quality between the narration, which is... It looks... It sounds like the point of view of, like, a dog watching all of this. <laughs> Just, like, stream of consciousness from the security camera. And the dialogue, which sounds, for the most part, not terrible. Yeah, I mean... Like, the, the narration is switching between past tense, present tense, future tense. It's just all over the place. I still don't really know what crowd of people the guy's talking about. They kind of just said that there was a crowd of I was people. Really, I was brought in with the initial, like, setting of the scene, like, the smelly tavern. And then after that, it was just, like, right. words, words, words. Right, I'm getting kind of a mix of tones. I mean, like, at first, you know, I hear tavern. I'm jumping to, like, a medieval sort of scenario. And then... I'm, it seems like the way, like, the verbiage and everything is jumping between, like, modern lingo and previous lingo. I don't know, but maybe that's just part of the characterization. I'm interested to, uh, to see how they, they develop. Uh, let's see where it goes. He looks quickly around to see if anyone was eavesdropping. Okay. Or ears. Sorry, I said that wrong. He looks quickly around to see if anyone was ears dropping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now I can't leave you alone even if I want. You have anywhere to go? Why should I trust you? Uh, me- well, Oh, sorry, I apologize. Why I should trust you? Maybe you want to sell me to witch hunters now you know who I am. I take back what I said about the dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> you see those abs? Those biceps? Blue-eyed man put his arm up like Strong's man. No. That's why. A dwarf with a posture like me is useless. You probably would have would fight me and steal one. You're a dwarf? Redhead asked, shocked. Dwarf almost as tall as him? Is that even possible? You have a problem with that? Dwarf mimicked the other man's voice, which brows is raised. Or, sorry, rised. <sighs> I don't... I, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yeah, if another that... person is coming over. No, that... no, 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 that's, uh, <laughs> no, that's the same. Dwarf mimic that's... the other man voice which brows rise. Well, or more specifically, wrist, I think is actually the word. But no, 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 it's just, it's just Bubar again. Okay. Well, we know about each other so much. <laughs> Soon I will be an honor quest at your sister wedding. I'm Berber, by the way. Nice to meet ya. Berber reached out his hand, which other man shook, still a little hesitant. Fred, nice meeting you. Let me guess, money problem and dark past? Do I look like someone without money problem and dark past? That makes the dwarf laugh. <laughs> oh, believe me, honey, you look way better. 
We're going to come along just fine. And just like that, Fred, now red, not only at his hair, found himself a companion. So that's the end of part one. How are you guys feeling so far on this? Excited to see what comes next. So far, it's just, you know, sort of stage setting. But, uh, so given what you told us, I mean, the sort of elevator pitch you gave us for our options today, I imagine it doesn't stay like this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, he's he's a good writer in that he knows when to take a good left or right turn and good. make sure that it keeps you on your toes. You know, you don't know what's going to happen next. I'd be really interested to see the manuscript after this. <laughs> Just to see where y'all are stumbling, because <laughs> there's a lot of places. Um, okay, part two, Melody of Friendship. Chapter one, Kitty Cat. Remember when Borbor said, or Berber said that they will come along just fine? This man got this shit right. Let's start with beginning. Their, fr- <laughs> their friendship started when they started to drink together, talking about their stories and lives. Both of them got pretty much wasted and also both were kind of poor. Then they got an idea to sleep together in one room, one mattress. This was economical and was, yeah? Yeah, are you going to say something? Uh, Oh, Uh oh oh, no. I got to leave. I got to (laughs) go. They got the idea to sleep together in one room, one mattress. That was economical and was warmer. Only profit here. That was until Utila's son, uh, that's a boar. Uh, decided to take off his pants while sleeping. Jaeger couldn't stand it, getting only frustration. But that's not all. There was something worse. When they had their first day sleeping together, Redhead was pretty much shy and slept with his pants and sweatshirt. Then after Utila's son started to cling to him and cuddle, Black-Eyed Man felt like these nights were too hot. Not because he got aroused, but because Borbor's body was warm like Radiator, you perverted dumbass. And so... (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's in the... Wait... So he's the one writing like ship, shipping fiction on Archive, Archive of Ron, and he has the nerve to insult his reader. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, hey, I like, mean, <laughs> yeah, that's like, like I have nothing against writing this sort of fiction, but don't insult your reader like that. <laughs> well, I mean, did you think that it was they were like doing something other than just being warm next to I each mean, other? I mean, I imagine that's why I'm here, right? If I'm reading this, I was just misled by like gay tales, you know. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know where that's going to come into play. You know, I, okay. Don't get the wrong idea from the name, you perverted dumbass. Oh, man. He got me on that one. I'm also interested in the use of flustration. Flustration. That's a, that's a clever combo there, flustered and frustrated. That actually is. I got to give yeah, him points on say, that. Yeah, there are points for voice. I mean, yeah. Know, grammatical fail, but, you know, I like it. And so we started to sleep topless. That was a good idea for a few months. But then when they were preparing Mom. to sleep... Yeah. Boy, what? Uh, I thought you were going to say something. Thomas? I heard the word months. Uh, yes, months. Okay, cool. months. Yeah, this is happening over the course of months. <laughs> Oi, Fred, can I ask you something? Yeah, shot. He said with no interest in his voice. <laughs> <laughs> what is this cat on your hip? He asked, pointing at Fred's belly. This, this is my birthmark. He said, untouched. Damn, Nuswin. It's almost weird. I didn't notice it before. It's cute. He said, bending over to take a better look. Please, can you not, uh... I don't like it. He sighed, knowing that his ask won't be heard. 
Why, it's a pretty birthmark. It suits you. You're looking like a cat, behaving sometimes like a cat, and you are sometimes rude like a cat. He joked. Ha. <laughs> ha ha. Very funny. Well, I'll let you guess why I dislike it. Think about it. I was only one redhead in my whole big family. Had a birthmark in weird shape and always was a little off. Then I got to learn magic. You can guess now? He said with a nervous smile. Because it's original. That's not the point. That's why people were scared. Because you're original. I wouldn't say it's bad. Consider yourself special, my magic friend. He said with a big smile on his face. That made Fred's heart beat faster. Not the smile. Just the nice things that Dwarf said. Nobody else ever did that. I, I like how this, the author... touching. The, how the author... But it's touching because it's like, hey, oh, look, tail. they're so cute and friends. <laughs> but then they make very... He makes a very big deal to point out that they're not gay. Like, he's I want to pointing- know how they withstood this blustery central... Or the flustery sexual tension for months. <laughs> like, he's just every night... Months pure frustration. in the same bed. I'm frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I can totally imagine this being like Tommy Wiseau writing this. <laughs> That's what you I are looking like a like. cat, behaving sometimes like cat. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you're also rude like a cat. Haha, <laughs> 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 very funny. <laughs> uh, oh hi, Bordor. <laughs> you still don't have my point, dumbass. No, kitty cat, I do. Of course, I do. But I like how it looks, and that's all about it, my cute kitty. He said with a wink and a big grin on his face. Today, you will wake up dead in cosmic space. He said said with his face all red and annoyed, lying on bed and turning his ass towards Berber. Ha, let him know what you think about him. Oh, sure, kill me with your claws, kitty. Nice ass. He laughed at it again, receiving a murderous glare from Fred. He got goosebumps. Damn, maybe it would be better to, if today they won't be sleeping together. So that was chapter... How much could an extra room cost? <laughs> Probably not That's that not much. That's not economically sound, Fred. <laughs> yeah, only profit here. Fred, get over here. <laughs> we gotta save on the economics. <laughs> we, gotta, we, gotta, we gotta save that money, so come uh, sleep awkwardly naked next to me where you're we can only share one pillow now it's the most also it's it's been months and (laughs) do we get this guy's name oh it's uh, calling him like redhead yeah his name's uh fred 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 yeager i think i got the the, guy okay fred's the main guy who doesn't like his birthmark and the other guy is berber 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 or berber utilison and i think he has berber utilison i think he has black eyes but i'm not sure okay Burr 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 is a dwarf, correct? Yes, a really tall, lanky dwarf. He though. sounds like a dwarf. So Interesting. He's, so he's like the most, is... he's the least dwarf-like dwarf in the kingdom. And the other character is what fantasy race? Just human. Human? Oh, that's boring. Yeah, he's, 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 he seems kind of frail to me. He's a bit of an edgelord, though, if you can't tell. <laughs> yeah. Keeps calling people dumbasses. He's really does not like... I, I feel like this is, like, not a great friendship. 
doesn't it seems like it's a very sexual friendship. I don't know hostile work environment more than yeah anything. like you have one guy who's very angry constantly and the other guy is like way too aggressive with his advances <laughs> yeah sexual like remind me why they're friends it seems like they're not getting along <laughs> they uh because they, they met drink. in a bar they drink they meant they met in a bar and, and they, they, they decided from that night on they need to sleep together <laughs> It's economics. Man, if I, yeah, it makes sense, you know. Do you not I've, understand I've had, my economics? That's how I found my last couple of roommates, you know. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. that's how. <laughs> it's my pickup line. It's like, oh, girl, you know, it's the economics of the situation. You know? <laughs> now come sign a lease with me. <laughs> for someone who's readily willing to shack up with someone for economical purposes, I don't feel like Berber is getting what he wanted out of this relationship, and I'm <laughs> no. surprised he hasn't moved on. Yeah, I mean, he's just he's just a good friend. I'm like the know. long haul, you see. The opportunity <laughs> he's persistent. Of getting a human? Oh, please. For okay. Like me. They're not gay. They're not gay. We've made that. In that. friendship? I'm going to get him to sleep with me in friendship? So, uh, part two, chapter two, Song of Stone. Dinner time, Redhead was sitting in dining part of Tamverd and was eating, something which he was capable to purchase, not so gross, but not so tasty either. He was jabbing his portion of food with fork, sometimes eating a bit, then again contemplating the dish and his life. His life, mostly. This joyful noon got interrupted by voice. Oh, yes. Always the same voice, always interrupting, like... Fred didn't do anything particular, but this sound always got him distracted from what he was doing, thinking about his fucked up life. <laughs> <laughs> My fucked up- Oh, I'm being distracted from that. Oh, God. I'm oh, no. Hey, 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 come with me. I have something special for you to show. Said Dwarf, very excited, like I won lottery excited, or exited. Fred always wonder where this excitation came from and where he can get some. <laughs> he knows where he can get some. <laughs> what the fuck, mate? He said, his hand still holding fork and poking dish while eyes glanced at Brabor. Oh, come on, just go with me. What else do you have to do? I see that this dish before my face doesn't ring a bell that maybe I'm eating. Oh, come on, don't eat that. It's well-known fact that this food can give you unforgotten times on the toilet. <laughs> he said with a grin on his face. You can't be serious, are you? Of course I am. Who am I to lie to you? I'm your friend. That's exactly why I'm worried. Oh, come on. He said, and Fred stood up and shrugged his arms, ready to go after friend. You know that you're my worst friend? Said Redhead while following Bubar to the room. Ouch! I know, right? That is That's really that mean. is hard. That's really mean. Okay, so Fred is the redhead. Yes. Again, I Fred the redhead, and then Burper okay. the dwarf. I think he has black hair. I'm not sure. Okay. Worst. I thought I'm your only friend. He said with playful pout. Yeah, you still are. And that's why you're the best and the worst. But now <laughs> you're at your worst. He said with poker face, and Burper couldn't help but laugh. <laughs> After a while. They were in their room. Nothing unusual, I mean. The curtains were shut, making the light pleasant, soft, and even climactic. Or climatic. <laughs> what was new was... to the climate. <laughs> Wait, you're kidding me. That's why you dragged me here? Said Fred, pointing at Stone lying on the middle of the room. Yes, doesn't it sound good? Oh my, the most beautiful song I've ever heard. 
he said sitting close to Rock, padding floor next to his butt. Come on, sit with me. Redhead rolled his eyes but listened to his request and sat. He already knew that his friend heard voices of rocks, the most pleasant songs of nature. Even with that knowledge, he couldn't hear them. He glanced at Berber, whose eyes got shiny in, in, with excitement and joy. His lips curved in wide smile, his cheeks even a bit red. He glanced at Fred, who got a bit embarrassed after such staring. It seems like Dwarf fully forgot that while he heard the most beautiful songs of the world, his friend heard nothing. Sweet sound of silence. You so would... let me just... Okay, go ahead. Let me just paint this for anyone who seems a little confused, because this is a confusing thing. Yeah, because the rock is talking it's a now or singing. Fucking rock, and nothing is happening. No, exactly. He's just imagining. He's ima- He's saying that he's hurt. He's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's happening. He put a rock on the ground, and he's saying, "Listen to these songs." And is he, the other guy's such a good friend that he's like, "Yeah." That is a good well, that's song. That's touching and it. sweet. A little crazy, but kind of sweet. It is kind of sweet. Yes, yeah, so, so Fred is really lonely, you know? Interesting <laughs> move here, Berber. <laughs> you enjoy it? Here it goes. Berber asked with such cute face, full of happiness. Fred couldn't say anything else. Yes, I do. It's beautiful. Berber's smile got even wider. When he closed his eyes and swung his body in rhythm of melody, he heard... Oh, well, that was the most beautiful view indeed. So that was the end of chapter two, or part two. Fred needs to get out more. <laughs> I mean, that would help a lot. Because they, they do seem a little codependent on each other. Mm-hmm. Like They almost seem like alone in this world together. <laughs> what happened in those months that they just kind of blasé skipped over? I mean, drinking and cuddling Fucking. and... <laughs> not you perverted dumbass <laughs> it's we've already been shown oh. explicitly not oh. Oh, i'm sorry <laughs> did i do that again <laughs> but like i might do they went lot. from zero to whatever this is i don't know like what looking at became that looking at rocks and pretending that one of them is hearing music i need a prequel <laughs> you need, need a prequel between the first and second part yeah <laughs> Is that a prequel or like just more of like an interlude, you know, story? I think it's just a part of the story you should put in. <laughs> I think this is interesting because like whenever I heard we were reading a story, there's generally like a build, you know, and like you're hoping for a climax, like a general conflict. This is like a like an episodic, you know, thing with, <laughs> of quarrels between these two friends. I was like... What is this yeah, leading to? It's very know? experimental. Yeah. It's very sitcom-esque. Or, um, yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's kind of cozy. I like that about it. Well, the, so story, the story's not climactic, but the light... The, the, the lighting is, is very yeah. climactic. Yeah. Or climatic. <laughs> climatic. Climatic. Has to do with the climate. Yeah. Don't get yeah. that confused with uh, the high tension yeah. point of the story. Oh, yeah. You should know those, those aren't necessarily uh, involved in this. Chapter 3. Title. <laughs> it's going meta yeah this guy's and you know what it, you think that it seems like this is a, a lazy misstep but I can tell you right now it's not I can assure you when oh. Berber ended his new song he looked with shiny eyes at friend and asked him with enthusiasm painted on his very nice face so how was it redhead scraped his not so grown beard and responded with a bit of doubt Oh, that one? Pretty nice, but I liked previous better. 
Dwarf pouted playfully. Oh, is it that? Why? Black-eyed man just shrugged his arms. I don't know. It caused more vivid feelings in me than that this one. But maybe that's just my opinion. Maybe you'll be right if you decide that this one deserves more attention at concert. Other man looked at him, his eyebrows raised. That he could help but laughed. Feelings? Oh, Fred. We know each other so long. Why, you even pretend to have some. He glanced at his unamused friend. Ha, ha. Oh, well. Sorry about that. Didn't mean to be so rude, but I just didn't expect you to think that about that other song. Yeah, I know. You're always surprised every time I say that I like you playing, but you know, this time I'm kind of surprised too. Oh, you are. How honest of you. He said, after a few seconds full of silence, he glanced at Wizard and his face lightened. You know what? No, I don't. He had hoped that this time it won't be awkward or weird or that Berber won't laugh at him again in this short period of time. Please, just give me a break. Actually, this song is one of those that I can't find name for. Maybe you want to be a little of help here? Oh. One of his eyebrows raised. So you just want to use me to make your work easier? Huh. Not in a hundred years. Oh, Fred. In a hundred years, you could do. I would even wait. <laughs> but most probably, you'll be dead. <laughs> Shut up. I didn't get over my existential <laughs> crisis yet. Okay, okay. No hard feelings. So, would you name it? Fred scathed his... I can't. Same typo twice. Fred scathed his beard again. His hand in process of thought wandered after a while to his cheek. You know what? Maybe I have one. My dear, beloved dwarf. Who, me? Oh, at least you're not shy and you admit that you love me. He asked, amused, not aware that it was supposed to be a title. There it is. There it is. Title. <laughs> There's the name <laughs> of the chapter. We got him. <laughs> Again? I do what? Oh, again, my shy-beloved magic friend. The fuck, mate? You're talking again? They gazes meet, amused one and annoyed, with cheeks flashing red like embers. Oh, bois. That magic bois couldn't help that his cheeks <laughs> often get more red than his hair. Oh, uh, oh, you meant that was the title? Oh. <laughs> now that was an amazing read of this sentence like it is has so many periods in it like like four or five ellipses in it and just i gotta say you got you really nailed the awkwardness of that sentence <laughs> thank you thank you oh yeah another weird of the day amazing there was a i don't know how how do you guys pronounce that where they put a space between each Letter. You gotta pronounce each letter separately. Okay. A M A Z I N G. That's more like it. You thought it did it, you banana jerk. 
Tommy Wiseau would say that. <laughs> How in the word you could be this arrogant? I have better taste in men. Berber gave him provocative wink. Fred shook his head, annoyance rising in him dangerously. Stop it. Obviously not in men. You dick-flashing self-claimed position. <laughs> Fuck you. I love what these insults. <laughs> if it's... someone walked up to me on the street and called me a dick-flashing self-claimed musician, I might just go home and kill myself. <laughs> That's fucking harsh. That's, that, that is deep. You know, right uh, in my soul. That's rough. I, like I said, I don't think they're friends. <laughs> I think, like, I don't know why he just doesn't fuck him once, and, you know, you know, it just have a terrible experience, and then he stops being such a pervert, you know? That's all I'm saying. If you're, gonna, if you're willing to sleep with him for, like, months and months with this behavior, <laughs> just do it once, and he's gonna be like, oh, that wasn't that good. Okay, I'll stop annoying you now. <laughs> uh. It seemed like they just had a fight of their lives, but not after that long. Could you person- tell? Did I do that well? <laughs> the fight of the lives. After that long, cursing Fred gave his bro a look. Surprisingly, both of them couldn't help but laugh. Why? I guess Fred also didn't know. Maybe that was just panic attack or some. I don't. What does STH stand for? Does anybody know? Something. Or just something. They day went normal since that moment. No big fight, no big laughs, no cursing. I mean, cursing in normal proportion. <laughs> it was that, but then late afternoon came. Then while drinking beer, Berber's eyes got wide. Like he just reminded something. Recall some important info or such. He gulped his beer and turned his face to Fred. Uh, you know about before. You go weird and stuff, but... Why the hell, my beloved dwarf? It's not even about dwarf. It doesn't have dwarf word. He even wants an entire thing. Why the fuck, Fred? That was just a vibe I get. Don't make it weird. The redhead most probably wanted to end this day ASAP because awkwardness got so high and he could barely live with it. He looked at Brubor, took his own beer, and drank it all with one shot. He gulped with determination, not keen of answering any further. The only way to gulp. (laughs) So, you won't really answer me, right? Answer you what? Oh, hello, Max. He said Berber with sigh. He never thought that Fred would use Max for his own good. Like, since when Max was a good option to have, sneaky rat bastards. Hey, what? (laughs) I mean, can you, do you know? I don't what know. What does that mean? Um, I, uh, I think f- Max is, um, <laughs> um, I don't know how to explain it. I, I don't really understand too much, but Max is, according to some other things I've read, so this is not in the story, um, Max is a, uh, I guess, an alternate personality of Fred. <laughs> and apparently, so here's the description of Max I, ha- I, I have. Found for him, which is, go to his profile again. Um, oh, there's a picture of Max and, uh, Berber and Fred on here. Uh, take a look, little cute little redhead and a little dwarf, little oh, hipster kind of guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... So, Max Yeager, second personality and alter ego of Fred, he is boorish and rough, also very aggressive and slightly sociopathic. Oh, I get it. So he was like, you're not being Fred, you're being Max right now. You're yeah. being a real Max. 
So with this, in I but think they never what's established that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but so, what I think is happening, in general, with these people's lives, is that they are serial alcoholics and they live in a motel above a bar, and then they go from the motel to the bar, drink all day, and then they like go back to the motel and like rant and rave drunkenly until they pass out next to each other at night. This is just like an episodic television show. Like, that's all they do. Look, we yeah, don't, neither just... of us want to work, so we gotta save the money as long as we can, so we gotta book together. They're, they're buying a lot of alcohol. They have to save the money. I understand yeah. it now. Poor Freddy's, like, self-medicating, you know, his bipolarism. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're so right. Poor <laughs> Fred. That tormented yeah. bastard. He's, he's a schizophrenic. <laughs> uh... So well, let's move on to chapter four of part two. Braids. Late evening, cozy tavern in the middle of small town. Two young men were drinking and laughing, wasting money on alcohol. They were sitting by the table at the end of the room, not disturbed by anyone. Hey, can I ask you something? Dwarf smiled. Sure, but I won't promise that I would answer. Said Redhead and took a sip of his beer. What's up with your hair? It looks like you went a long fight with hairdresser and lost it, so you're not cutting your hair anymore. That's true. He said with serious voice. Is it? He did lose a long fight with the hairdresser. <laughs> I mean, I don't... How, how do you have a fight with your hairdresser to begin with? I mean, that, that must be a pretty... Very carefully. <laughs> you're just screaming at your hairdresser while she has Well, it's like when they ask you at the end, like, do you like it? And then you just say, no, no fuck you. No, you're <laughs> fucking awful. Like, I want to redo. He exclaimed, excited. Obviously not, you jerk. I was just joking. Gah! And I hope that you're gonna tell me the fantastic story about fear, love, friendship, and scissors. <laughs> <laughs> but not today, I guess. What the fuck, mate? About love? Fear? Where you got those ideas? I'm afraid to act. Hey, can, but can I do something? Now I'm more than scared. Oh, come on. It's not gonna hurt. I just want to tie your hair in nice braids. Don't drink more. He said and took his friend's mug. Oh, come on. I know what I'm doing. You say so? Of course! So, can I? Why am I even friends with you? Because you don't have any other friends. And overall, I'm awesome. Okay, okay, do anything you want. Just shut up already. You said with resignation. Yay! <laughs> Seriously, I can? I'm gonna regret this, right? Oh, come on! I'm having years of practice. Huh? You had long hair? Or girlfriend? Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you always got a little, little, little tap. To of, figure out what's going on. Of course not, you dummy. I had a lot of practice at my circus. <laughs> he said while turning to Fred completely, grasping his red hair and starting to braid them. His circus. <laughs> you know, that, that fun fact we all know about Brevor. <laughs> he used to be at a circus. 
My favorite part of a story is when characters re- obliquely refer to things that we don't know about them. I mean, how else are we going to learn? Wait, so is this the first entry in this series? Or this is the this introduction is actually, of these characters? This is actually the first series of a series of series. Oh. So there's actually, this that goes Friends, and then there's another series called Something in Between, and another series called Lovers. And I don't know what happens in the other two series. I haven't read them yet. They're, they seem very interesting. Yeah, we just, you know, need some more... Uh... Some, some backstory. This is more. Yeah. This is all that stuff that would have been nice to have in those months that we just skipped. Yeah. <laughs> all the basic like, hi, what's your name? Where'd you come from? Oh, I'm from a circus. You know that sort of stuff would be nice to know. Yeah. Usually they, they get to know each other and then they do the months long montage. Yeah, like we don't have to like most stories. You don't have to excavate the personal details <laughs> details after the montage. I think that's what makes this one so experimental and, and cutting edge mm-hmm. and avant garde. Yeah. Oh, he said while turning to Fred completely, grasping his red hair and starting to braid them. Uh, you had a friend then. Which one were you helping? You know that I was working with animals, right? You know, horses and such. It's nice when they're all dressed up and ready to show. Also, their hair. Sometimes it looks better when you make effort and do something with them. Unbelievable. You're treating me like I'm a horse? Not exactly. I'm not riding you, am I, sweetie? Whoa. (laughs) Aggressive. Stop it. (laughs) Ha ha, you know that I'm joking. On the other hand, you look gorgeous with braids. Constant sexual harassment here. (laughs) It is, it is, I know it's supposed to seem cute. And like, oh, they're just poking fun, but I'd be... I'm really doing it bad then, because that's not... No, I I think you're doing it right, because if this happened in real life, I'd be very... I would be very uncomfortable. Yeah, there's a mild sexual abuse going on. (laughs) So that was the end of chapter four of part two. All right. Uh, So, you know, tying some braids. Their friendship is getting, I guess, further... I can't tell if it's breaking down or if it's coming together. I don't know if they're about to become lovers or enemies, or both. <laughs> I mean, do you guys have any I ideas? Mean, given think... that we were told that there's three parts in this series and the last one's called Lovers, I think we can figure out how it ends. <laughs> I think just the frustration Spoilers. Is, is mounting. Like it, it is getting, it's getting, it's getting to a point. It's getting kind of hot. It's just me. yeah. yeah it's, uh, I'm a little hot and bothered. Redhead. It's boiling up. Yeah, it's about, it's about to boil over at some point. Like, Fred's primary coming. emotion seems to be frustration. <laughs> frustration. Yeah, this volcano is going to erupt sometime. I don't know if it's now or in the lover series. Look, I'm but just it's saying, coming. if you're, if you're <laughs> like, you're with this guy all the time, drinking, you know, you're kind of a schizophrenic. All you do is just drink and be with this man, like sleeping naked next to him. Like, how does this not just happen, you know, eventually? That's all I'm saying. I want to. If, if this isn't this something long. in between, then what is? because like this is supposed to be like the you know totally platonic section but it's already way closer to something in between (laughs) if this engine builds for for an entire series like i don't know i don't know if i can handle that look if this is the platonic if this is the friend section i don't want to read lovers because it's gonna get nasty i don't know i need to relieve my frustration somehow (laughs) Uh, moving on to chapter five of part two lake 
Dwarf and Mage were traveling together for some time now. Today they were in Rush. They made small show at Tavern, and it went even well. Well, but pilfering didn't went so smoothly. Actually, that was a big catastrophe. So now boys were at run. Obviously, they couldn't stay anywhere near their unlucky place, so their journey seemed like never-ending. And after two days of marching, they were tired. And, let's say, far from their usual appearances. Sun was high on the sky, heat was making it all even more exhausting. Finally, they came to a small lake with a waterfall. Location was pretty much covered by leaves and all sorts of plants. So they decided that it would be a safe place for a break. For now. In this heat, the view was almost like blessing. But then... Hey, what are you doing? Redhead almost screamed. Um, undressing? It's so hot. And here's water. And I feel dirty as fuck, so... Isn't that reasonable? <laughs> he said, undressing I, his pants. I felt dirty as fuck just now. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh my. Oh, Connor. I feel so dirty right now. I'm dirty as fuck. A lot's happened, because now they're, they're traveling, first of all. They're not just drink day drinking. And they're pilfering? It's raunchy. What does pilfering mean? Are they like robbing people? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Like, I, Man, like, then we just got all this I like to imagine they're like the junkers who like go down like different neighborhood streets and just look in people's garbage cans for stuff. Look, all I'm saying is when Max takes over, you know, there are no survivors. You know what I'm saying? Capiche? <laughs> <laughs> I find schizophrenics really sexy. Like, ooh, multiple personalities. I like that. Uh, he said, undressing his pants. What the hell? Don't flash your junk at me! Oh my gods! Come on! <laughs> I haven't even put down my undies yet. Anyway, what's your problem? You're my problem! No, no. Essentially, you're the one with problems. Like, why are you so upset? You like what you see, or you're jealous of this gorgeous body? He said, undressing his vest and making a move with his hand, like presenting Imagine his- Imagine this in a workplace. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is so far beyond okay. <laughs> like presenting his grace to the other man. Don't be ridiculous. Then what? Maybe I just don't like seeing naked people? Uh, come on. But it's kind of good and kind of bad, I guess. What do you mean? Kind of good, because it means that you react like that not only to me, but all other people. But that's bad. How you will find yourself someone with such attitude. He claimed and took off his shirt. Now he was standing here only in his underwear. I don't want a relationship. Besides, you're you're shameless, you know? He said, and his face to side, or turned his face to side, to not look at his friend, who was, who was about to went all nude into water. Maybe, but at least I will relax for a while in water and wash myself. I re- recommend that to you, too. I, I can't swim. You can't, poor boy. Don't worry, I'm great at swimming. Like, I was born and I knew that swimming is great. So you have to trust me. 
in the best case scenario, you would almost drown and I will give you mouth to mouth so you would live. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Gross. What is the- We need to get him out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Someone call the police. Gross. What is the worst scenario if that wasn't it? He asked with sour expression at which Berber laughed. You will die, obviously, but don't worry. I don't have intentions of letting you. That sounds almost scary. Oh, come on. Wash yourself, you dirty grump. He said with his absolutely bare body, he went into the water. Uh, it's cold. Nice. He said to himself. I honestly hate you. Redhead said, undressing himself slowly. Then cautiously, he also went to the water. With his undies on, Berber got happy seeing his friend here and welcomed with a powerful splash aimed at his face. So that was the end of part two. I gotta say. Is it our moral obligation to not read any more? <laughs> <laughs> like, do we just. If we don't read more, we won't know how to help him. No, I don't yeah. think we can help I feel him. Like, I feel like that, that section ended abruptly there. Yeah. I feel like there was something else that happened that afternoon, you know? <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? there was definitely some more action, you know, some more dialogue to be heard from that scene. I think you're being a perverted dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Are we just perverted dumbasses? Don't, can't we just see that they're friends? Come on. Yeah. You don't have to be a perverted dumbass to not be a fan of this rampant sexual assault. Well, not assault, but <laughs> it's at least harassment, right? And exposing yourself, I think, counts as sexual assault. I think it is, actually. I'm assaulted. What's, what's weird is that there are probably women who have dealt with people like this, like almost assured. Oh, constantly. Yeah, plenty and of, it's like, plenty of I can't, I could not imagine going through this conversation, let alone anything real. <laughs> like, it's kind of scary, actually, if you think about it. But yeah, you know what's, uh, yeah, not ideal. Yeah. Well, you know, what's not scary that we got to get a word from our sponsors and take a quick break here. Uh, we'll see you guys on the other side. Do we have those? I think I have the product for you. Now, it may not be so clear that you want this, mainly because you've lived your entire life without ever realizing you didn't have this. I mean, that's just how it is. Before you have it, you don't have it. And so it's a little, you're accustomed to this ignorant, shameful existence of this life without this product that I'm trying to tell you right now. But don't worry, I am here to enlighten you. And you know what? This may sound crazy to you, but it really is enlightenment. I mean, you're just going to kick yourself for never, ever noticing this product. I mean, it's right in front of your face. I mean, how have you not noticed it so far? I mean, my God, you know what? It's This is too much for you. Maybe, maybe you don't deserve a product advertisement here. Maybe you don't get the product that I have because it's just, it's just too good. I'm sorry, but no ad for you. So, um, sorry to make you listen to that ad and then have to tell you that this episode's gonna have to be a two-parter. It's just, sorry about that, but, um, I gotta squeeze all that ad money I can get from that product. 
that I just sold probably great. But I need that. We need that ad money. But I am sorry to tell you that you are gonna have to wait a little bit until you hear the finat the blah, blah, look at listen to me. Now I can't even say words. Ha. Uh, the conclusion of the friend series, the epic friend series by Gay Tales. Don't worry, it won't be long. But just stay on the lookout. Uh, we will be bringing to you soon part two of Friends by Gay Tales. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, uh, peace. Hey, the stories, you know, they might take off. And if you have any other stories you think might take off, feel free to email them to us at barrygympodcast at gmail.com.